But I like sex. There you go. <laughs> and I like it outside of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode four of the Grace Day Podcast. It's me, Calabrese here, and we also got Kenzo. Yo. What's up, what's up? Hope everybody's having good graces. Uh, it's early in the morning. We don't usually, is it early in the morning? Not anymore. I'm the one drinking. You lost t- uh, track of time already. I, I have. I have. You Damn. got a bottle of water. What is your excuse? Health. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we got a pretty good episode coming for you today. We got some things that we're going to talk about. But other than that, how's everything going? Everything is going pretty well. You know, the world, uh, weekend was kind of chill. Um, we're celebrating with the fam. A little birthday party for my brother yesterday. Uh-huh. So that was cool. You know, brought him back up to, uh, to Houston to stay the night with me. Just got done making this spoiled ass nigga some breakfast. Spoiled. Spoiled. But we ain't, ain't gonna go in on him like he not sitting right here. No, um, mess. No, screw that. Man, look at. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> so look at me in the face. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, you know, just errands and this and that. Nothing too heavy this uh, weekend. Some light work. What about you? Man, I had a conference this weekend. Uh, up north Houston for this uh, trio conference and it was it was pretty good but you know since you know just talking professional like if I I live in districts so I couldn't get in the hotel they wouldn't pay for my hotels okay. right so I had to pay cash for my own hotel about two miles away because mm-hmm. you know Houston is big even right. though this is in north Houston I live in south Houston that's 35 miles apart I ain't driving that far every day Eww. not at all son yeah yeah. And the hotel was, hotel was, it looked nice, but like, so <laughs> when looking at the hotel, it's like, oh, okay, this is nice. But then you see one thing, it's like, okay, I could deal with that. And then there's another thing, it's like, oh, this place might be trash. <laughs> and then you look at the other thing, and it's like, oh, I hate this place. <laughs> Absolutely hate this place. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> and today, this morning, it ended with ants. Ants, as in? Insects? Yes. I was really hoping that you had some family pop up on you. What the fuck is that? <laughs> this nigga no. said ants? Ants. At a hotel? The the internet was tripping. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> the fucking TV was clicking in and out. Sometimes it would just stop working. Oh, you had somebody in there with you. Somebody died in that room. You had somebody uh, uh, oh, visiting. What nah. the hell? There was no Bible. Oh, hell no. Nah. It wasn't like I was going to read it, but I was looking for it. I was like, all right, I'm scared. <laughs> so I'm nervous nah, now. No, you had old man Ackerman in there with you. They forgot my soaps and my lotions. What? The breakfast was kind of trash. You know, I'm surprised that you said that they served breakfast, given the other <laughs> shit that you just named. Y'all ain't even got Bibles in the room. They had the little waffles with the Texas shades, but they ain't had no timer on it. So you just had to kind of sit there and just, <laughs> any time now. <laughs> Set that whole place on fire trying to make a Texas shaped waffle. (laughs) (laughs) 
Y'all can't trust me with shit like that. Cause I, I was just walking up. I walk up and I see it. And I was like, I don't know if there's one in there or not. <laughs> I don't want to open it. And then somebody was like, Oh yeah, I got money. I was like, Thank God he told me. Cause oh my god, I was about to like try to flip it open and then it, that place would have really been on fire. But maybe it should catch fire. But anyways, next my my weekend was okay. Do them a favor. <laughs> it might be. Sound like you doing them a favor. <laughs> Crazy as hotel. Got but ants? Ugh, where were you? Got to tell me offline so I know not to ever go there. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But other than that, the the conference was good. You know, it learned a lot. You know, it's a good feeling of belonging. Feeling with a lot of, with getting into with uh, association with a lot of your professionals, mm-hmm. fellow professionals that do the same things you do, talking and getting all those things. Uh, you know, it's a good way of saying oh th- this is who i am this is what i do right mm-hmm. so yeah it's good that's dope now since you had to spend your weekend at this conference do you get to i don't know like have some some free days during the week coming up or they was just like no nigga you gave us your weekend and we'll no. see you monday no actually i got two presentations tomorrow what the fuck they running you to the one ground. at nine <laughs> o'clock and one in 11 oh so it's like I got to go to the office, pick up all the stuff real quick, and then head over with it. But I will be off Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because I got to get hand surgery. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Carpal tunnel. Oh, I hear that is so painful. Yeah, it can be. Like when you wake up, your hand will be hurting, but sometimes your whole arm will be hurting. And I got to, like, hang my arm out the side of the bed just to, oh, like, damn. I don't know if it's, like, getting blood rushing through it or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that shit hurt. God damn. And you know what? And this is not, like, an attempt to scare you or anything. I'm pretty sure you've done all the research. Um, Too much. Since you- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but I have always heard that any kind of hand surgery, the recovery for that shit is unlike any other surgery. Well, they said it was going to be some soreness after like a couple of weeks. So there might be some times where it hurts, um, but they got to stitch it up. I looked online. It says like a 99 percent rate of some of success. So, yeah, I have hope in it. But then it was like I was like, so y'all going to go to sleep. Y'all going to put me to sleep. And the nurse was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take you to sleep. And then oh, the okay. doctor came in and was like, oh, no, we're going to numb it. Wait. <laughs> no, Hold like, on. Hold on, I need them to uh, pick one. I need them to pick one. They gonna numb it. What the fuck? They gonna numb it. They just gonna numb it. I'm gonna have to look to the side with my eyes closed or something. No, they gonna have to sedate you or something. That's not... Something? I don't know. Man, hell no. I don't know. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, You make me feel like I gotta ask some other questions. I hey, you know, you definitely have to advocate for yourself as a patient. That shit sounds super weird uh, with the nurse saying that they're going to do one thing and the doctor saying, oh, we're just going to numb you and cut your hand open. Um, yeah, so he, I, he I was, made it. The doctor yeah. made it seem like it was no big deal. He was like, oh, you'll be able to drive home afterwards and stuff like that. I'm like, with one hand or? Well, if he said that you're going to be able to drive home afterwards, then you're going to be able to drive home afterwards. And if not, i am be able to drive home in an Audi because I'm suing the shit out of him. Hey. For real, hey. You damn but right. We're not even gonna speak like that. Everything's gonna go <laughs> the way it should go, and yeah, let's talk it'll positively. be it'll be just fine. But is it your dominant hand? No. Well, that's well. I write. Good. I write, and I think I write and do something else with my right hand. But usually, everything I do with my left. 
So I'm kind of left-handed, but my mother taught me to write with my right, so I just write with my right. So now my handwriting is disgusting, but my left hand is even more disgusting. What kind of shit? So how the hell? Wait a minute. How are you semi ambidextrous out here? What? I don't know. It's weird. That's very weird. I've never heard no shit like that before it's ever. Weird. It's like the right hand is learned behavior, and the left hand is innate, uh, natural, innate. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of dope, though. Yeah, but it hurts. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, aside from pain or that shit, but no. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. So I don't have to do the mouse all weird with my left hand. Yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I like anything sports or athletic-related, left hand for sure. That shit is crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. Because normally, you know, whatever hand you write with that you're dominant with, your whole body leans to that side. Mm. So that's kind of, that's cool. My body is weird. All right. It definitely <laughs> is. And I'd be super interested to to... Well, not to see what your brain looks like. <laughs> You'd have to be dead for that to happen. <laughs> we want you around. Um, but normally people who Come on, man, are, die. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, normally people who are dominant on like one side of their body, the opposite hemisphere of their brain mm. is uh, slightly more forward. Yeah. Like your brain is not completely symmetrical. So I, I would be interested, interested to see like the position of both hemispheres of your brain. Wow. That should be crazy, but I don't want you to die for it, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so okay, hopefully everything uh, you know goes well with that. I'm sure it will. Yeah, for and sure. the big thing is just worrying about recovering so you can get you know back yeah. to doing the things. <laughs> for sure. So like for me, talking about who I am with these hands <laughs> and this brain. <laughs> Let's talk about who we are as people. Ooh, who we are as people. What we got. Mm. So, I was on social media wasting my life away like normal. <laughs> and I came across uh, like this cute little thread. And it was uh-huh. talking about how you like determine who you are. Like if a stranger was to get to know you without you sitting and telling them things about yourself. How would you present that information? And the thread went as far as like listing your favorite fruits, uh, your favorite foods, um, what you like to drink, this and that. And then it took a turn to how would you describe yourself like in five TV shows? And I was like, okay, I got that because I'm indecisive on a whole lot of shit, but I know what my top five TV shows are Mm -hmm. that would kind of describe my personality or give you an insight to to my taste. So I wanted to see if we could do that today. Oh man. Let's so, figure it out. Yeah. So we wanna go first. You wanna go first? You want me to go first? I mean shit, it's up to you. You know I got my five locked and loaded. Okay, you you go first. Okay, okay. Cause I gotta think about it a little bit. All right, bet. So I did five and a bonus because some of them like it's just hard to narrow down to like top five because some of them share like a spot. But from the bottom up, okay, so number five is Smart Guy. Smart Guy? Oh, wait, that was With, the wrong thing. Is that Smart? No, that was, uh, do, 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 Smart Guy. guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did it, right? That is you, you had it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't give me the question. I was like, wait a minute, is that, is that right? Okay, yeah, so Smart Guy with Taj Mori. 
I have loved him since I was a child, okay? And then it has Jason Weaver. I've loved him since I was a child. That uh-huh. is Simba for all intents and purposes. When it comes to singing, that's Simba. That's on Simba. The, yeah, on the original movie, he sang. Oh, that's dope. That's I, I've loved him for like for forever. Wow. So it has two of like my favorite actors. Um and it's an all black cast and it, you know, shows life. Um, from the perspective of like a single father and his children, uh, they couldn't be more different. And it's just, it's a dope ass show. And it's on Disney Plus, which I kept past the um, the expiration or, you know what I'm saying, the, the uh, what is it, the trial? Mm. I kept it past the trial for a smart guy alone. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it because I ain't got no damn kids. But <laughs> <laughs> as long as smart guy and uh, the proud family are on there, Ooh. I'm keeping Disney Plus, dog. There we go. You know what I'm saying? So, number four, sister, sister. Sisters? Sister, sister. See, they that sound one. alike. They sound alike. They do sound alike, <laughs> but they should. They're siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think I may have a mild obsession with the Maury family. That just dawned on me just now. All right, don't don't make me come in here and I start seeing photos of... Hey, I might high-key have a shrine of Tia, Tamara Mori, Taj Mori, you feel me? <laughs> like, I love the Mori family. I love the um, Smollett family. Even Juice Smouye, we know he's been into some shit, but I love the family in general. <laughs> unconditional. You know, it's unconditional. I've loved um, Journey Smollett since she played in Martin. Wow. On season one, being a crazy girl obsessed with uh, people having diseases. Anybody who fucks with Martin, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, number three is New Girl. New Girl, okay. New, I love that show. I'm obsessed with that show. It has like a good dosing of nerdy white people shit. And I can relate to Jess. Who's that girl? It's Jess. I fucks with that show heavily. Never seen it. Oh my God. And you know what? The content of it can get so daunting and corny. I can't, in good conscience, recommend it to you because I know who you are. Well, it's one of the, it's one of those shows that. Uh, well, I, I think it's one of those shows that's like you enjoy it by yourself, but it's like I wouldn't exactly like turn this on in front of anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ain't gonna sit up here and tell you you gotta watch it. There, it's like for certain people who are into certain shit. And, you know, that's not like a a, a wide net to cast, but that is definitely one of my favorite shows ever. Moving on to number two, The Big Bang Theory. I will sit and watch that shit for days on end. I love that show. Wow. And I'm not even going to. Let's not go into it. it. Either you fuck with the show or you don't. There's no in between. There's no explaining. There's no trying to convince people that, oh, no, you should definitely watch this show. Yeah. Either you fuck with that show or you do not. It's yeah, kind of like sure. uh, Friends. Yeah. Either you, you can't really convince somebody to like that show. You either just put press playing that they like it, they like it. They don't, exactly. Because yeah. you can sit somebody down who doesn't really fuck with the show and watch a random episode. Or you can strategically like put on one of the funniest shows mm-hmm. from the funniest season that you think. Mm-hmm. And they will look at you like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> so either you with it or you not. And I'm like, definitely with it. Why are they talking so fast? What the hell is all of this shit? All, all of these white people? What is this show? So, you know. You can't really put nobody on to it if, if they're not already there. For sure. So, which leads me to my number one. Anybody who has known me for any amount of time 
knows how I feel about Martin. Martin. Oh, my God. I was raised on this show. Man. I was a toddler when it, like, well, not even toddler. I was a, a baby when it fucking came out. And I was raised on the show. My um, immediate family, they were raised on the show, too. And it's a part of my everyday life. There is not a day where I don't reference Martin. <laughs> and I will reference Martin in mixed company to see who is in the room. <laughs> it's fucking sad. But when I cast the Martinette in a room of strangers and somebody catches that shit, you got a friend for life. You hear me? Sometimes you got to catch that. You got to, you know, cast that line out. Let me see if I drop this line in, in regular conversation. Yeah. Will somebody blink or look in this direction? <laughs> Are you looking for a blink? You know what I'm saying? I be looking for eye contact. I be looking for a smile or anything. I be like, yeah, black man. I see you over the black man. You watch Martin too? Hell black yeah. Man. So much so to where I am currently undefeated in every single form of Martin trivia there is. Wow. Nobody can beat me in Martin trivia because it literally is a part of who I am as a person. Wow. So if you don't remember none of my other top five, to get to know me, it's almost like, <laughs> I don't want to say no ignorant shit like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> there is, um, I think it's either a colloquialism or a scripture in the Christian Bible that says um, a woman's heart should be so deep into Christ that a man would have to seek him to get to her. This is ignorant as hell, but it's very similar when it comes to Martin. <laughs> if you're truly trying to get to me, you might want to go through Martin. You might want to re-up, watch your episodes or whatever, because that is a part of my day-to-day But that's life. real. It's some real-ass shit. That's it's real. Just, First you know? of all, don't ever say you about to say some ignorant shit and then say <laughs> colloquial. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> no, but it was. No. That was some ignorant shit, though. The perplexities of the... <laughs> Like, your smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't even. I wouldn't even trying to flex that muscle or nothing. I was just saying, you know, what I'm saying is ignorant, and I don't want nobody to take it like I regard Jesus on the same playing field as a television show. That's no, absolutely not what I'm saying. But but there's some things that we love so much. It's like it's just what we is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, that's part of a culture. It, I swear, I feel like an entire culture was built on that. Yeah. No other show, in my opinion now, no other show, a black sitcom, in that area of time was able to loop hip-hop in fashion, in HBCUs, and just being black and proud in general, mm. and just being funny. And they were on um, the Fox Network at prime time. These were like white people watching this shit, and they were unapologetically black. Yeah, and sure. I feel like no other show did it on that level. Now, of course, you had like Fresh Prince, which was eh, sort of, kind of. I ain't gonna go there because I'm I'm Team Martin. When you put <laughs> Fresh Prince against Martin, I'm Team Martin. Even though Fresh Prince was first, um, you have like shows like Living Single that yeah. was prime time. They were unapologetically black, mm-hmm. but nobody brought it with the comedy, with the fashion. Um, what was it? Cross colors. Yeah, for sure. That show made cross colors popular, yeah. in my opinion. For sure. So ain't nobody fucking with Martin. If you say otherwise, we gonna have to uh, do five. You gotta shoot me five outside. You have to see <laughs> me about that shit. <laughs> this is my favorite show, and that's it. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. 
What you got for your sure. top five? Oh man, so I was thinking, right? This is a, oh man, I have to have some honorable mentions. Okay. Oh wait, I didn't do my bonus. What's wait, your bonus? My bonus is Family Guy. You gotta have the Ooh, fuck shit in there, and that's the fuck shit show. Family Guy. Yes. Man, okay, now. So I'm. I, <laughs> damn. So here's my honorable mentions, right? Okay. You mentioned Smart Guy mm-hmm. as as uh, I forgot his name, but the kid. Oh, Taj Mari. That's a Raven that's like that for me. <gasps> yeah. I had a huge crush on Raven Simone. <laughs> she was so stinking cute. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And it was funny to me. Like, I watched it recently on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, this is childish as hell. It is. It is <laughs> but at that time, it was funny. Yeah. Also, another honorable mention is Breaking Bad. Ooh. That's like one of my favorite, like, serious shows. And yeah. it just shows, like, the underdog and how how the i don't know how how like the healthcare system and everything to change people to do what they got to do and it's mm. just it's so many people surrounding in that episode but it's really just focused on one guy and his total transition in character and, and that's it, exactly what the fuck that was yeah and it was yeah. like the best character building ever, ever. yeah but in terms of saying of who i am I just got some other shows that'd be better than that. Another one, like mm-hmm. you say, with New Girl, uh, that would be Superstore for me. Wait, what? I love that show, and what? I think it's very underrated, but I'm not out here just hmm. telling people to watch that. <laughs> it sounds like you're kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Are you ashamed? Because it's, 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 it's kind of a weird show, but it's so funny to me. Okay. It's so funny to me. I will check it out. And I just got to, because I, I, I was a little bit raised on Family Guy and within my mm, team. Because when you yeah. mentioned that, I was like, but here's my five right here. Okay. One, The Office. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got The Office is fire to me. Yeah. It took me a while to get into it. And I first saw it, like, when it was actually airing. It was like, okay, The mm-hmm. Office, what the hell? But then it got on Netflix and I started watching. I was like, this is amazing. It's it amazing, amazing. Nine episodes nine episodes nine seasons and i i would just say that you know you could need to watch that to see a part of me because a lot of their humor matches a lot of the humor that i have right Mm -hmm. and it also has a lot of meeting a lot of introspection a lot of insight and they're really creative in their writing so pretty much most of the things that they say matter in some form or way if it's not for comedy or for for insight or the story yeah yeah not there's really not a lot of filler that's very true for sure next one is i do i do i do keenan and kel grew up on keenan and kel that was one of those shows where (laughs) 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 and then that was like one of the first shows that really like had a straight up hip-hop intro right right that's true and on nickelodeon and that was was like so fire to me uncut coolio yeah and i felt like uh i saw myself in those characters a lot yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so yeah. I was, it was definitely a relatable show for me, and mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, Wayne's Bros. That's my number three. Oh, man, you know what? I'm gonna let you rock. I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, uh, what, I, what I'm saying? Underappreciated. It's a little underappreciated. Me. I, I, I can agree. It. I can agree. It's underappreciated. Yeah. I just have an issue when people try and put. The Wayans Brothers on the same playing field or above Martin. But I'm off that shit. Okay. 
I don't know. If, I don't know if I would put us above Martin as far as impact and and amongst a lot of other things, but what comedy? I just I just saw I saw Wayne's Brothers a lot more than Martin. A lot of people did. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, but yeah. that that one I, I would have people watch a lot as well. Other one it will be The Simpsons. What? Yes, The Simpsons. Okay. Longest running cartoon, I think. I think other other one is SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, but the comedy is so witty in that show, and I just grew up watching a lot of Simpsons. Like I remember hearing dun dun, and then I just run to my room, <laughs> right? No matter what happens, right? Uh, fifth one, my my last one, mm-hmm. The Rugrats. Ah, uh, that okay. was my childhood. Okay. I cannot do this without the Rugrats. Same. Even though I, right, li- right, I, right. I watch it now and it was like, what the hell was I watching? Dog. We must fix his artifices. I'm like, the grammar, goddamn. What the fuck are we watching? <laughs> but <sighs> I had Rugrats games. I had Rugrats CDs. I had Rugrats VHSs, Rugrats mm-hmm. toys, bed sheets everything rugrats was like the main cartoon for me back then so Damn. i cannot not put that in my list as as weird as it is now no it's not <laughs> weird at all i will fully watch the rugrats right now today rugrats in paris is still fire it I don't is nobody I'm, I'm not even gonna play like it's not yeah that is a solid list right there I can fuck with that. And going back fly. to the office. On the fly, too. Like, I'm proud of you, dog. Like, yeah, you do that shit together, like, right now. That's dope as hell. Like, sure. and going back to the office, I love the office. They are the reason why when people say some dumb ass shit in mixed company or in public, I look off into an imaginary <laughs> fucking camera, like, you I see this it. shit? That is the reason why I do that, because of their show. I love it so much. I like, love it. What, and I high-key cried on the final episode. And Man, that was so powerful. I oh was my in God. my feelings. Like, I was like, what the hell? Why am I feeling things? I don't know if I cried, but they were definitely trying to come out. Like, they yeah, were like, let me out. I was like, no, I'm a man. <laughs> Suck it up. But man, that was such an that was like one of the best last episodes. Just everything just wrapped up beautifully. Hell yeah! And I and I like I I appreciate that they they took the time to wrap everything up because not a lot of shows wrap everything up on their last episode. That's very true. They leave a lot of holes. But you know what? I think that show in particular, it was such a smash, and the Mm -hmm. content was undeniable. That they had the room to do that. They were like, we're a good ass show. We're not worrying about if we're going to get a season renewal or anything like yeah. that. So they had the room to mm-hmm. close the shit up the way they have. Uh, and they, that's, and the that's they another to. thing. This is the same for like celebrities and stars and stuff. You got to know when to shut it down mm. to remain your legend status. Man. No one if they would have kept going, eventually it would have died down. It would have turned into trash. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though nine seasons is still like a good number of seasons, mm-hmm. you got to know when to cut that shit off. That's very and I true. appreciate that. Something sometimes good things need to end so we can preserve its legendary status. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I agree. Damn, I'm trying to think. Okay, so what other shows were able to close off like that? The Office was one. It's not very many no. because a lot of these 
sitcoms they li- like they literally uh literally live from season to season mm-hmm. because they don't know if they're going to get a renewal. Yep. So they have to almost play like the the last season that mm-hmm. they recorded was potentially the last one because we don't know how y'all motherfuckers feel about us yeah. but then they get <laughs> renewed and then they try and further the story and further but, the story but you know it's funny the they have a they actually have a podcast the pam and angela have a podcast where they talk about the insides of the office oh and i learned the first season was actually like that they didn't know if they was gonna get a they was they was already mm. expecting to not get a rewrite like a you yeah, know yeah. Get, a, get a new season but eventually, they you know they believed in it so much that it's like okay, we finna write for the long run. That's dope. But at first, they were just kind of like, <laughs> how y'all feel about <laughs> this shit? Let's yeah, let us shine. Sure. Create but I don't this know, art because like even the Simpsons is like it was it was a golden period for <laughs> no pun intended. It was a golden <laughs> period. It was a golden <laughs> period for the Simpsons, but it's just died down. They still making episodes. You know what? I ain't even gonna hold you. I fully thought the Simpsons were over when Family Guy started. Really? I, think I a lot thought of it was thought that. over for the Simpsons. Honestly, Family Guy kind of, I don't know if they killed it, but they did beat the shit out of, they, <laughs> out of Simpsons at one point. Yeah. They, they made did. Simpsons sit down. They definitely did. Like, I know for a fact, once Family Guy got on and popping, I wasn't really checking for the Simpsons like yeah, that. For sure. I watched Family Guy. Yeah. But then they, they always kind of like, they were always kind of like playful with each other, make jokes with each other, and they they even yeah. did a crossover. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm glad they recognize each other and not just treat each other like pure competition, which they clearly were. <laughs> I, I know, and the thing is, like, they're even though they're kind of close in content, they're so different in uh, approach and execution. Mm-hmm. They can't exist within the same space. I just was concerned because when family guy came out they came out hot yeah for with sure. the ignorant ass content they were offending oh, every yeah. fucking body they had a crazy ass baby that was trying to kill his mama i was like what the <laughs> fuck is this bullshit talking and dog at the time, with a martini like, you know what i'm saying mind you we're still children watching this shit none of us are supposed to be watching it i know i wasn't Whoa. we were all fucking kids when this came out you know what i'm saying yeah. it was already um we were coming off the heels of the simpsons the mm-hmm. content was a little shaky with The Simpsons, and they were mm-hmm. like, "I don't know if children should be yeah. watching this." It was a point in time they where eat my it. shorts. They canceled The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they canceled it, and then they what came the back. Hell? Yeah, they were even like at a, one point in time, the phrase "eat my shorts" was the most offensive fucking thing that they had ever heard. And then yeah. we get Family Guy. Yeah, and they're making fun of gay people and black people and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can get it. So yeah. it's crazy how far we've come. But with just in talking with that. We got to put South Park in that mix, too. Oh, yeah. South Park was definitely yeah, yeah. pushing the line. They, I, oh, pushing. But I don't know. They, they, they had no lines. Oh, yeah. They South ain't had no Park lines. South Park was just But they just, they, they just weren't as mainstream as Family Guy, I that's, guess. That's true. And they were on a network that was kind of like f- specifically for, yeah, for stuff adults. Like, like Comedy mm-hmm. Central. Don't they don't ever go into like kid friendly stuff ever? Yeah. So I guess that sure. you know that played in their favor. They they, they yeah. fit in where Family Guy was punching their way in. Exactly, because <laughs> Family Guy was on fucking Cartoon Network. Granted, it was Adult Swim, Damn. but this is still the Cartoon Channel. Yeah. It's like you know, I'm hey, trying to watch Dragon Ball Z and shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you got Family Guy on here, like crazy. But you know what? You have a really excellent point about these stars and celebrities or just creators in general, mm-hmm. knowing when to walk away and preserve their legendary status. And it got me thinking about this whole, 
I don't want to call it a celebration, but the internet was kind of backing what I call the big three in in like hip hop recently. Um, and that would be the the big three from uh, Young Money. And that's Wheezy, of course, Drizzy, and Nicki. Three Recently, bigs. the big, I'll call them the big three. I mean, y'all can say what y'all want to, but no other like rap group or rap label, you know, who tried to do that type of shit, nobody has executed on that level. Yeah. To date, the big three, they have the most charting singles in Hot 100 history, period. Man, that's fire. That's amazing. And it's like all three of them kind of told the line of when to walk away because it's like the moment you think, okay, this is the ceiling for you, go ahead and pack it up now, then they they keep releasing music and they keep charting. And they, they keep blow, charting. They blow it off the roof. Like Nicki Lil, in Lil particular. Wayne with the Carter Five. Nicki with Yikes. Yep. She just came out and smacked everybody in the mouth after all of this bullshit, yeah. after talking about retiring yeah. and all of that. And it's and like, even, who else is doing that? And even with Nikki, when she was going pop. Right. It was like, oh, she's not hip hop no more. Yeah. And then she like switched over yep. a little bit. She's like, I'm going to show y'all. <laughs> I'm going to show y'all was still hip hop. She still got like a blend of it though, but. She definitely does. I'm glad she put yeah. more hip hop influence in it. Like her last album had a lot of hip hop influence in it. It did. Yeah. And Drizzy. I don't know if he had a lot of downs. <laughs> he just been up. Drizzy is a machine. <laughs> he, is a machine. he is a machine. Like um, I be thinking, like how when you when you just getting up there and you you humble and stuff. How are you thinking? Like, are you are you like really thinking like this gonna be me? I'm gonna be the one. Ain't well, nobody topping me. In about a couple of years, ain't nobody topping you. Ain't nobody topping you. I mean... And he, he has a system. If you follow him, you can see his system. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, he, you know, he's very open with uh, recording with other people. Yeah. He wants to be seen as that person that can make hits for people. That's one side of the coin, but I'm going to let you rock. And he can make hits for himself as well. What's the other side? The, um, man. You trying to keep his street, his street cred? No, nah, no. Nah. I feel like the, uh, the other side of that coin is, okay, so what you said is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. He likes to demonstrate that he can collaborate with people, right, and, and, gets, and uh, turn it into a smash. Yeah. The other side of that coin is he is a heat-seeking missile when it comes to finding people who are bubbling but haven't popped yet. Uh, and inserting yeah. himself and it's not necessarily that he's kind of propelling them forward but you seeing something before it pop let me attach myself to it that's the other side of that coin because there's plenty of people who was popping before or were tracking to pop and he got up under there so he's like the uh what you call them, them thing you popping them boxes what bubble wrap oh yeah <laughs> so he like finds the bubble wrap he's the one that pops them uh-huh. i definitely believe he does propel them but they already gotta have some traction right what you're saying and he's able to he like seek out people who will be able to like how can i put it little baby mm-hmm. little baby is undeniable he holds his own weight and mm-hmm. then some mm-hmm Lil Baby's Yes Indeed, that shit would have smashed everybody in the mouth without Drizzy. Mm-hmm. Drizzy got on it anyway. 
Yeah. That's the other side of that coin I'm talking about. Yeah. He sure. knows like how to look for them motherfuckers. Like you, you about to pop. <laughs> but then <laughs> let there's me other, get a, let me there's get a other songs that. that I feel like he made like uh, the shoot the shoot guy. Shoot. Okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After I just listened to like the first half of that song. <laughs> <laughs> But oh he's, he's still got a cool verse on that, but still, but yeah. you know. Even by himself, he's still going to go. Yeah. But just, I don't know, yeah. man. Like, it's, it's their, their stride is very undeniable. Just playing devil's advocate, man. I wish some other peoples have like a, well, it takes some time. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call them like exactly like my favorite group or the most you have to kind of say they're the most successful, but they had to drop off a lot of people. <laughs> oh, you talking about young money in totality? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They've had to drop off a lot of people so they could focus on But did, wait a minute. Man, hold up. When there's they other drop places, them? there's mm. other people like TDE who has been very tight the entire time. And they all but they hold don't, their own weight. In some way. But even with them holding their weight, they will never match the big three. There are no other but groups, period, that are going to match the it's, big three. It's the big three when it used to be like 12. But the 12, <laughs> here's the thing. It's I like the Democrats. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Young oh money Democrats. God. But here's, wait, but hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Here's the difference, though. It it definitely does echo, like, the the movement of the the uh, Democrats, right? These motherfuckers are dropping like flies, and it's the people that don't have the the support and the money to keep going. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the people who fell off that were the big twelve. <laughs> that was the big three. That was the medium twelve. I feel like them motherfuckers fell off. They like sloughed off naturally. I don't think they were dropped or dismissed. Oh no they no no! I believe you. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying that they were just kind of like left behind. But I they weren't. Like, they weren't. They weren't holding their own. I, I'm never going to fault they, like I'm never going to fault the big three. Yeah. For the for the medium twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They were they but were all lukewarm. We can't say that they weren't there. <laughs> they were there. There's a whole. They did a whole album with all of them just sitting there in all black and shit. They were there, but I don't know as far as success. They had and, to cut off the fat. Yeah. I mean, but the, the fact you, fell the, off. their their sales are undeniable. Their impact is undeniable. Right? They're they all legendary. They're they're the three where we say they have to cut off at some point. I don't see no stopping in any of them anytime soon. I not And that's that. especially amazing for Lil Wayne since he he's been here for so long and he's had so many multiple times of greatness. Decades. They've been like, doing this for decades. From like the mixtape eras where he was just murdering everything from mm-hmm. the block is high to the Carter two, Carter one, the whole series just he's That nigga here. started as a kid. He started as a kid. He was a child. He's been here. And we've seen a lot of different phases, like his real street gangster phase, mm. his skateboard phase, his truck fit phase. Yep. All that stuff, man. More serious type stuff. Silly. Six foot, seven foot. Yep. Crazy. Yep. And I feel like, I, I don't know, I just, I will continue to believe in them as the big three. I feel like there's no other, like, rap ensemble to where you have three people who hit with that kind of 
impact. Yeah. Nobody punches Mm-mm. like them. Like, think about TDE. You got K-Dot. Mm-hmm. I feel like the two that can, like, throw punches and actually move the globe, mm-hmm. that's Q and K-Dot. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, they can hold their own for mm-hmm. sure. They don't hit like but like the that, thing, though. but the thing is, not with, globally. But the thing is, with TDE is, they've all played some type of heavy part. There's a lot of people in that Young Money group that didn't really do much. With J Rock, he was the one that pretty much propelled them. J Rock was the Drake of TDE mm-hmm. at some point until K like really got up there. But they wouldn't even have had their shot if they weren't like back back performing for J-Rock and J-Rock wasn't getting his his busy thing going back then. Mm-hmm. Since then, he's kind of phased back. Yeah. But he's already like submitted himself in that group as someone of importance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absol is is very important. I don't, I don't know if I say he really had like a huge impact, but he definitely gave a very unique sound to that group. Definitely. And he has the most fired wordplay. Kendrick has Mm. second that so why do you feel like Kendrick is as powerful as he is when he's sitting in the company of people who are able to hit like him or greater Kendrick is on a different level so then they don't hit like him they all contribute something but can being a contributor and being a mover that's not the same and people get that fucked up everybody can contribute you can be a helper yeah but when it when the the pressure is on the people who move shit they're gonna move shit with or without the help but even though kendrick is on the next level schoolboy q is not that far behind absol and j-rock is not that far behind i do agree with that yeah little twist (laughs) no 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 no, no. hold on now people shit on little twist little twist did you you tell me you want me to listen to a nigga named gutter gutter no hell no I wouldn't uh, recommend There was that one shit song he made that I really liked, but I don't hey, even remember man. it though. We not even gonna we gonna let Gutter go to rest wherever the fuck he at. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and sleep up, big dog. <laughs> we, it ain't going down like that. Not for no motherfucking gutter gutter. <laughs> However, people people sleep on twist. And okay. it's crazy because people fail to realize Lil Twist is a baby wheezy. But people don't fucking pay him no mind. They don't put no weight on the shit that he does. And he also is kind of self-destructive. Mm-hmm. So he got in his own way. Mm-hmm. But a prime example of that is a song where Twist was featured on Funeral. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Big Wheezy and Baby Wheezy on one track. This shit is nuts. I'm like, Lil Twist, what the fuck are you doing? So it should have been big. So you think that's why Lil Wayne kind of added him in? Because he kind of saw himself? In oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I feel like... Weezy wasn't just going and handpicking motherfuckers to sit around for the sake of being there. Oh, yeah, you know no, 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 definitely but not. Twist, if he didn't, if he wasn't so self destructive, he should have been easily, he could have been one of the big four. That's my personal but, opinion. But, but that's that's kind of my point. Lil Wayne picked these people because he expected this, for this to be a power group. Yeah. He expected this to be the huge 12. Ain't nobody. And then like eight of them was like, <laughs> and Drake and Nicki was like, um, but you can already Drake and Nicki already had their their star power before they kind of started this stuff. Yeah, I can N- get Nicki and Drake was already ahead of them. 
He just kind of threw them in the group. They they were starting. I differ slightly. They were starting off, yes. Yeah, they were bubbling. But didn't Drake already have like so far gone before that? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know when they started. I think it was before so far gone. But even before so far gone, Drake Drake had songs with Lil Wayne. And then they was uh. Yeah. They was doing a lot of stuff. But yeah, they yeah. they definitely blew off from. It definitely blew off from that. But yeah, those three, those three, they were cut differently. Oh yeah. Like from the beginning, they were cut differently. Like well, I said, that it. that stride is undeniable. Mm-hmm. That stride but is undeniable. The nigga twist led me down. He started hanging with Justin Bieber and shit. Like, oh yeah, I was like, it's over. What the fuck is this shit, dog? Come on now. And there could have been some bad business behind that, because you know it was YMCMB. Mm-hmm. Young money, cash money, billionaires. The cash money, billionaires aspect of it was being headed by, uh, I Bird keep Man. Birdman. Birdman. But, but his name is Baby, and there's so much fucking baby rappers. So many of them motherfuckers right now. I'm like the baby, little baby, big baby, baby, baby the baby, baby, <laughs> big baby, Birdman. Um, he, if he they was all into do a song together, I'm gonna quit hip hop. I swear to God. Who? If they if if baby the baby and little baby. And another random baby come out. <laughs> they gonna make a song called Daycare. <laughs> At this point, we own this crib. At this point, look, I'm. I don't want to see no motherfucking no more babies. I'm over it. Somebody got babies. to grow up out here. The hip hop industry needs to tie their fucking cords. Dog. <laughs> Somebody need to get snipped. We done. We got enough babies. Of vasectomy. Oh my God, wait a minute. Speaking of enough babies, I know the whole world has been buzzing about it at this point, but I know you've heard about the bullshit going on with Bootsy. Yeah. And talking about Dwayne Wade's family situation. It's getting ridiculous. <sighs> it is getting ridiculous. And I'm torn, right? Because. The way he went about the shit, airing his uh, opinion on social media, it was ignorant. But anybody who's followed Lil Bootsy for any amount of time knows that motherfucker is ignorant. Like it, it's ignorant shit. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> my main issue with it is that people like to say, "Oh, well, you know, everybody can have an opinion. Oh, this is my opinion, and, and whatever else." I understand some opinions can be harmful. But it's like, where do you draw the line of somebody being able to freely express their opinion? If you feel like you're not fucking with that, where do you draw the line of looking away and scrolling past what the fuck they got to say? Because it's like, you can have an opinion, but about certain things, that's how it feels. It's got to be some type of degree of entitlement. Oh, absolutely. And I I don't know if this felt like this is your Twitter, but it's, it's not. Is your account right? <laughs> on Twitter. And, and you can block. You, you have the right mute. to block or unfollow, mute anybody. You know how many yeah. people I've unfollowed. You know how many <laughs> words and phrases I've muted on Twitter. I'm sick. Of, I'm. I don't want to hear shit about narcissism. I don't want to hear shit about <laughs> toxic toxicity. All of that fucking shit. I'm trying to remove that shit from my vocabulary in 2020. Come on, Kenny, you're being toxic. Oh shit. <laughs> 
toxic this, toxic, 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 toxic. Shut y'all motherfucking ass. But yeah, up. man, Goddamn but even toxic. though I, I don't agree with Boozy at all, I didn't see it, but, you know, everybody fucking talk about it. Dog. I t- everybody just wants some shit to say. And sometimes your opinion don't matter. I'm sorry. I know this is a podcast. And we do a podcast so we can share our opinions. And my opinion <laughs> is your opinion don't matter. And if you find out that my opinion don't matter, that's cool. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Because I'm fine with your opinion not mattering. It's okay. Dog. We're just human. Dog. Like, it's, I don't know. I just feel like double standards make the world go round, right? I totally get it. And there, um, there's room for double standards they're necessary to a degree but this double standard shit when it comes to social media and expressing your opinion the shit is draining Mm -hmm. now what he said was very disgusting because he went in basically talking about the genitals of a child pleading with a stranger who you don't fucking know about not cutting his child's dick off first of all nobody said that shit why are you talking about that why are you even dealing with that? That's that's their own business. That's somebody's the reason, kid. The only reason why it's out is because he's famous. That's exactly. It. Other than that, it's their business. And but here's here's the thing. This is where I'm torn. If you want to turn your child into a fucking horse, and you got some type of way to do that, that that's your business. I don't agree. Maybe your your son shouldn't be a horse. Uh, but, <laughs> but if you want your son to be a horse, fuck it. But if you, hey, if you present some shit and you put it in my face and I have an opinion about your son being a goddamn horse, I should be able to go and log into my account and say what the fuck I got to say because the shit is in my face anyway. That's the part where it gets tricky. Now, he does have a different type of responsibility because he's a public figure. You got Mm -hmm. a whole lot of people who follow you. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, most of the motherfuckers who follow him are ignorant Stupid motherfuckers with limited cognition off rip. <laughs> but, you know, there are going to be a sprinkle of people uh, who have minds that are still young and, and can be influenced and molded. Right. So you have a responsibility to not say shit that's so harmful about a child. But on the flip side, you went on the goddamn news, the morning news, and you're sharing information about your child's sexuality. Mm-hmm. Don't put the shit in my face mm-hmm. if you don't want me to say nothing about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like, where's the line? It's very, it's it's a it's a weird balance. It's a weird balance. It's it's. I fucking hate it here, dog. <laughs> this it's, shit. It's confusing. You gonna put man. shit in my face every day and I can't talk about it? It's confusing, man. But then <sighs> on, but then on the other side, it's like some things just don't need opinions. Like you could just unfollow or don't. You can. Or you can you can say those opinions in with your family. Boom at the dinner table. Dog. At the dinner table. Yeah. Oh, with your friends. Right. You can say any fucked up shit you want with your friends. Just like white people in the N-word. We know you goofy motherfuckers use it. Yeah. Just don't come out here. I don't want to hear it. Keep that shit in your living room because we know it's going on anyway. I know a lot. I've told people, like, you can say it in front of your mirror if you want to. Like, it's your mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, no, don't promote that bullshit. Just don't don't (laughs) say it outside. Like, Yeah. You got to chill. You have to chill, but I don't know that there's a line like you're not going to put nothing in my face that I can't talk about. However, if you have a certain level of impact and you can move people like yeah. Bootsy can move people, you got to you got to be mindful of what you're saying. That's another thing I want to talk about is 
the whole transphobia is 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 out there since oh, i've been seeing a lot of posts God. of people like putting out their opinions on this stuff and i was like oh i didn't know you felt that way dog <laughs> oh, okay All right it's good to know dog. that's what i that's what I, I use i use social media for like i look at opinions and i'm like okay so I'm, i know how you run I know there you how, go i know, I know your you head is yeah Every once in a while, I put out a political opinion or something if I felt that strongly about it. But right. usually, only like friends and family or, or maybe even coworkers that we have a certain conversation will know how I feel about certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't put a lot of that stuff on the internet. Yeah, you can't. The internet is an ink. Yeah. Yeah. And there are certain things that I would not say in mixed company around just certain motherfuckers. Yeah. It could be people I'm close to that I know are not equipped or wired to handle certain things mm-hmm. that I have to say mm-hmm. because there are certain topics right here on this podcast I'm not going to touch because y'all going to want to fight me every time y'all see me. <laughs> there are certain things that I feel a way about and it's not going to fucking change and I 100% would be able to explain it down and make it sense yeah. like on a scientific level yeah. but because people are fucking dumb they're going to stick to their gun so I'm not going to go there. You got to know think, what to say and what not to say. But I think we all have certain things like that. I mean this this is there's so many people here. We can't all agree on something, and your and your and your morals aren't the only morals on this planet. Like, right? We all got different cultures, different upbringings, different families, different stuff. Sometimes we got to be able to look on the other side a little bit. And you can also say, "Hey, I disagree with you, but your opinion is your opinion." There and you go. It. Okay. Yeah. Now let me ask you, since we're talking about differences in oh, opinions. Oh God, this is confusing. No, 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 no. No, we're gonna make some sense out of this bullshit today. <laughs> We're going to make some sense out of this bullshit today. I need to know because there are certain relationships that I have seen completely fall apart um, based on like the recent, well, I can't even say recent at this point, we, we four years in, um, like when Trump was elected, mm-hmm. I've seen relationships fall apart behind shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, everyone is different and you can agree to disagree. But I've seen in real life where agreeing to disagree is not a thing on certain topics. Do you well, believe so, that that's true? You can disagree to disagree if on someone everything. Is, if so, no, no, you can't agree to disagree on everything. Some things are if if something is passionate enough enough for someone, you just can't. You can't like because they just not gonna let that down, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Me personally, I'm passionate about things. But I feel like unless you just out here like doing like the crazy like pedophilia or something like that. Okay. I'm not going to judge you for a lot of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I may not. I may not. I may love you from a distance maybe. Yeah. But if you were to come to me, I'm not going to be like, fuck you, you Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, you're a person. Exactly. And you have. I have. I have things you probably don't agree with, so it's like, who am I to like sit here and like act like I can't fuck with you like that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But still, there's some things it's like, mm, okay, like if you've heard the miseducation of Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. and you purposely just say you don't like it, <laughs> I can't fuck with you. <laughs> That's my barrier, man. What? That's my barrier. Okay, everybody has theirs. Okay. Please don't tell me you don't like that album. Oh, no. I love the album. Okay. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> I was about to walk no, no, the no, no, fuck no. up off this podcast right now. <laughs> this nigga 
was about to cancel the whole podcast. Oh no, I was about I to start. all of this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I fuck with the album. I definitely do. Now I, I am reasonable. Yeah. If you're not in this culture, or you never heard that album, I understand. Okay. okay. Yeah. But if you are of this culture and you've heard the Lauren Hill, <laughs> you're not album, fucking with it. <laughs> You can even say like, "Oh, there might be a couple songs on there." I'm like, "That's fine." Yeah. But if you just say, "Man, that album's trash," we probably got a fight. Hey, I feel like that about people who support certain artists. I ain't gonna name nobody right now. I okay. might get to that point, okay. but there are certain people. If you listen to these people, you got to get the fuck out of my home. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they trash or just who they are? It's a combination of being trash as an artist and trash as an individual. Wow. And, uh, oh, my God, there are so many layers. And if I start giving away the layers, y'all going to piece it together and know who the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm not ready to talk about that, <laughs> this particular individual. Okay. I just I do not fuck with them on so many levels. And just as a human being from the culture, is I personally feel disrespected when people support this or these individuals so that's why i have trouble with the agree to disagree because there are certain things that in my opinion they make you guilty by association right Mm -hmm. which is why i can understand how entire relationships fall out Mm -hmm. if one of them is a trump supporter and one of them is not the tricky thing about that is nobody supports a particular party in totality right Mm -hmm. there are so so many um, beliefs and practices and policies that I do not fuck with mm-hmm. on the blue side and the red side. Mm-hmm. So sure. you cannot completely flush somebody's character because they align with this side, you know, yeah. the, the red side a little bit yeah. more. So like, so like I'm saying like, uh, just because you're a Trump supporter, I'm not going to say you out here racist. Right. But because that I, part, they may not fuck with that part, yes, but it's like, but what I will you'll say by association. Is, you know? What I will say is you are at least indifferent <laughs> about uh, it. Indifferent about racism. Yeah. yeah. Meaning it's not a big enough deal to flush everything it's else. Not, yeah, it's not a big enough deal. And I get that. I get that part I do. Yeah, and that part is like, mm, okay, I'm going to look at you. Just- However, here's the thing, though. People who uh they claim uh, the set of Christianity, right? <laughs> the set. <laughs> if No, if you, if you gang gang, uh, if Jesus Christ is, is uh-huh. your leader. Okay. Yeah, for sure, yeah. If you actually abide by the Bible, right? There are certain policies and practices that are aligned with the Red Party. Mm-hmm. The leader of the Red Gang right now is Trump. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's what uh, what's her name? She's a, a gospel singer. I want to say her name is Tina Campbell or something like that. She was dragged for filth on the internet because she supported Trump, and she said, "But I'm a Christian." Wow. I have to. There are certain values and beliefs that are propelled within this party and literally things that are condemned and will send you to hell based on Christianity Mm -hmm. are being um, caped for Mm -hmm. with Democrats. Yeah. So how do you where is the differential? If you really in your faith, if you gang gang with Christianity, (laughs) you're supposed to be on the red side if if that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's a toss up. It's it's never as black as white, man. It's it's a colorful ass world and it's confusing. It is. I don't know all the damn colors. So it's like, do you go against your um, your religious beliefs because the current leader of the red gang is on some racist shit? And as a black person, I can't fuck with you, but I'm supporting 
everything that the Bible said is wrong? What do you do? You know what I'm saying? And but that goes with, and not just in religion or Christianity, but anything. A lot of people believe, and they kind of just pick and choose the things that they like. (laughs) Oh, this nigga spitting, and they kind of just, oh, I like that. This motherfucker spitting. Oh, bacon. Uh, but I like crawfish. <laughs> I like crawfish. I'm gonna keep eating seafood. <laughs> but but I like sex. There you go. <laughs> and I like it outside of marriage. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, religion is definitely uh, a la carte. A lot of the times, <laughs> a la carte. and motherfuckers really don't like to think that they are a la carte religious. But you are, bitch. You can't add this to your cart and add that to your cart and yeah. then check out and put in the code for free shipping and handling, bitch. That ain't how it works. Yep. Yep. This is religion. Either you all the way in or you all the way out. Yep. This where it's, it's, it's very and not, important and not to even know just who putting you it are. on religion. This is like just a lot of politics a la carte. There's feminism a la carte. There's yeah. anything. True. Anything. True. Human things. Human <laughs> People things. People pick and choose. People are a la carte. Dog. All the card ass niggas. All Anyways. the card ass niggas. <laughs> oh my god. What's up with the What's up with the We Been New News? Okay, so in this week's <laughs> We Been New News, um, first of all, let me open this up with saying, uh, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Rip. He was murdered, and murdered. that is absolutely crazy because you know this is what is this February? This is the third month in a row where somebody very important to the black community of celebrity status has died. Yep. Um it was juice in yep. December. And then January was Kobe. Kobe. February is Pop Smoke and that's crazy. I can't even imagine how his family feels right now. His mama gotta be sick. She put up her house to get him out of uh out of jail not that long ago before he was murdered. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So there was she. She probably probably believed in him that much. There you go. That was her baby, and she was gonna do what she needed to do. So for her son to be taken from her the way he was, is just absolutely um, is disgusting, and it's it's really hard for a lot of people to process. Not only was it like a last thing, kind of like snatching the rug from underneath somebody's feet with the way he died, but the crazy conspiracy theories that were swirling around his death. Now, the initial reports was that it was a home invasion gone wrong and he got killed. Mm-hmm. Immediately, niggas was like, no, nah, this is a setup. No, that was a setup. This is a setup. Something is not fucking right here. We didn't even have all the details. When it first came out, everybody knew at minimum, based on his Instagram posts and his stories and stuff like that, that there were two people in that house, at least. It was Pop Smoke and it was his brother that traveled with him everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we was like, okay, it was a home invasion, but he was the only one that was killed. Mm -hmm. And then the people who followed his brother on Instagram noticed that his brother immediately started deleting shit from his story that captured the last hours of him being awake. And then he went and edited his caption on his last post. So I was like, we can't see that stuff. Like, we can't see. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Even if. You were like in a panic or something. I don't know what motivated him to do that shit, but you know niggas are suspicious and they love to play internet detective. Mm-hmm. So everybody was gunning for this man who had just lost his brother, mm. like his brother in real life. Yeah. But it's like, I kind of understand <laughs> what gassed them motherfuckers to do that because the shit that you were doing was very, I don't know if my brother was just murdered 
at four o'clock in the morning, yeah. I'm not gonna be on social media messing with stuff. I don't know. But it's but it's I, I agree with that, but it's also like uh what they say, like those the vigilantes or like the civil officers or something like Oh yeah. Sometimes mind your fucking business. Mind your fucking <laughs> business. <laughs> yeah. Mind your business. Like what do you what do you think you what do you think you're doing by just putting a comment saying, You killed him, motherfucker. Right. Like you're Flaming not you're not nigga. helping. They flamed him. You're not helping, fam. I felt so bad, but by the same token, like you were doing some suspicious nah, it, ass yeah, shit. At so, the same token, mm. but look, man, if you feel like it's a su- suspicious, unless you really own some street shit and you involved, yeah, talk to authority about that. Yeah, exactly. Put it on the internet. It's not gonna do much. It's oh my god, it's not gonna do anything. So crazy. And then let me say something, cause something happened on my Facebook. I'm not going to say your name. I love you, bro. Oh, Lord. But you're fucking up. Oh, Lord. So I put I put a status, say, oh, man, we lost another one, right? And the person said, oh, you never heard of him. At first, I was like, okay. No, he said, I, no, he was saying that he never heard of him. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That, that, so. <laughs> He's still dead. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, yeah, he was on the rise. I, I, Mm-hmm. I, can, I don't blame you for not knowing him. He was on the rise. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so he automatically legendary status now? Oh, my God. And I'm like, fam, no, we're not doing that. <sighs> we're not doing that. Because either way, this is a person of our culture. There you go. And a person of our culture lost their life. That's a life loss. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's a legendary status. And I understand where he's coming from with a lot of mm-hmm. people. But if that's how they mourn, let them mourn like that. There like, you go. You know what I'm saying? They might have. He might have been legendary to them because they stuck with him. He must have had some hardcore fans. You know um, what I'm saying? And people, you know how long <laughs> people do gain traction a lot faster now. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure he's had mixtapes and albums and stuff before he popped off with this "Welcome to the Party" song. Mm-hmm. He had fans, which is why he's big now. Yeah. Just because you don't know who he is don't mean he don't have fans that might think of him as legendary. Exactly. He might be legendary in his own hood. He's for sure a legend in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? The fuck? Just because... People fail to realize that this man had an unbelievable fan base in New York and in London of all places. Yeah, for sure. And that's because of the type of music that he did. He knew that he had a specific type of sound, and I don't know who is going to agree with me on this, but I high-key feel like he is the um, uh, a new-age DMX almost. Really? Not as far as the content of his music, right? I feel like he's a DMX, uh, I'm sorry, a new-age DMX as far as his vocal thumbprint. Mm-hmm. DMX had that kind of deep, rough, husky raspy voice and there are a million rapper, uh, rappers who have like husky rough voices like that but dmx is dmx yeah. pop smoke we're not gonna have another pop smoke that's yeah. like a once in a generation yeah. type thing nobody has come close to sounding like that like um shine shine we yeah. will never get another shine that yeah. nigga sounded like he sounded we ain't gonna never get another jada kiss you know what i'm saying yeah and I feel like he was kind of this generation's DMX as far as that kind of that vocal thumbprint. Wow. Now, he took that and completely rerouted his production and his um, his cadence and used the uh, the drill sound that's really popular yeah. in the UK. 
Yeah. And he was killing that fucking drill shit. Now, over in the States, we wouldn't really fucking with drill shit. Yeah. Like, in Chicago, Chief Keef did drill music. He kind of, like, popped that off in the States, really, mm-hmm. if you're trying to, if we're keeping it a buck. Yeah. But, um... People in the in in the United States wasn't really fucking with drill music like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like apart from Chief Keith um, setting off the drill style of music in the states, Pop yeah. Smoke took it to a different level, mm. which is why he was solidified overseas. Yeah, he was the American version of all the shit them niggas in London was already doing. Yeah, so that's definitely smart. Like, I mean, just honestly, I I really haven't heard a lot of Pop Smoke songs. Uh, but I could definitely see the smartness in that. It just made me think like we we like different shit, and the people that really experiment, switch genres up, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are usually the ones that are getting out there. Like it, it made me think of Kendrick, where he mixed his aggressive tones and lyrics, and with melodic music, a lot of jazz inspired music. Mm. right before that you haven't really heard a lot of that that's facts yeah so there's a lot of artists out there that that do that they mix their genres uh and you can make something new most majority 99 percent of the stuff that's created now is not brand new it's just mixed mm-hmm. it's just mixed yeah and when you mix stuff well you can mix it enough it'll look like something totally different you know who I feel like, oh, I know some old heads would definitely disagree, but I feel like the people who kicked off that mixed shit, that mixed music in hip hop and rebranding um, the sound of hip hop as an amalgamation of rapping and other types of music, whether it's Motown, funk, whatever, mm. uh, bad boy. I feel like mm. they were the pioneers, at least for us. Mm-hmm. For like '90s kids and shit like that, they were yeah. the pioneers for that. Cause think about, um, oh shit, what is the uh, who shot who not? Tell me who rock who sell out in the stores. Yeah, that was completely remixed off some other shit. Yeah, for sure. From like the '70s. Yep. So they kind of pioneered that whole sound. So I 100% agree with you as far as hip hop. The state of hip hop is it's not new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not new, and it hasn't been that way for a minute, truthfully. But you know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, but to circle back on on this pop smoke, we've been new. So reports came out shortly after, I think like the day after he died, um, that evidence suggested by way of the surveillance cameras that it was a um, a hit, an attack on pop smoke specifically. And then more reports wow. started to come out that it was more than just him and his brother in that motherfucker when the shit happened. Wow. It was like a lot of people. So there are witnesses that they are trying to, you know, talk to and, and get certain info out of. But it's like, we've been new that shit. We yeah. knew it. Yeah. The fact that we you didn't need a whole investigation. We didn't need no whole investigation. We didn't need y'all to review the tapes to tell us that this was a hit or an attack or an, uh, a setup. This wasn't mm. no fucking robbery because the motherfuckers came out empty handed and you don't kill nobody in no robbery if you don't have to. Oh, yeah. They're Hell not yeah. there for murder. They're there to get your shit. Yeah, for sure. And that just calls a, that just cause a whole another round of trouble. Exactly. If all you're trying to do is get some jewelry and shit. Yep. And it's crazy because when they started describing the shit that they saw on the surveillance cameras, they said it was like maybe two or three niggas that hopped out the car. Or there have been varying reports. Some I see two or three. Some reports go up to six people. But there were two people stationed on either side of the house. 
And then there was one person in a mask who went to the back of the house where there are no security cameras. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Kicked the back door in, came in there, laid the nigga out and dipped. Nothing in hand. I was like, what the hell? That was a definite definite hit. Definitely a hit. So I was like, dog, we we been through that shit. We knew when he was the only one that came up dead that this shit was fishy. Wow. And it's it's heartbreaking. It's so sad because he has so much ahead of him. Why would somebody want to put a hit out on him? It was like some regular street shit or Well, now, okay. (laughs) Them niggas in move uh them niggas in Brooklyn, they move a little bit differently. Yeah. There have been uh, videos that have surfaced of Pop Smoke and his gang, Wu Gang, mm-hmm. slapping some niggas up and recording this shit. Damn. Like slapping this nigga, stomping him out. And they, and it, they so were, they was into some shit. They retaliate off the strength. Yeah. Of just that. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy? One That's why the, Charlemagne is crazy, but I agree with him, with him say you can't, I don't know exactly how you say it, but. You can't blame people for reacting the way they react to stuff. Of course. So, like, you slap somebody up, and then they shoot you in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we can't piece all that stuff together because we don't know. Hey, yeah, I, we I'm don't talking in general, but not, you know, sp- specifically to Pop Smoke because we don't know the situation. And what but was crazy as far as the, the rumors that were circulating right around the brother, brother immediately after shit happened is they were trying to pin it on the brother saying that the pictures that they were posting in front of the house had a portion of the address in it. Mm. So that's what set shit off. And then later on, videos were shown where uh, Pop Smoke was kind of flexing and showing the internet some gifts that he received from Mike Amari, who was mm. in every single one of his songs, Mike Amari, Mike Amari. Mm. Um, and it had his name and it had the address, the full address on there. So they're saying between your brother posting pictures and you posting videos flexing about the shit that you just got for free, somebody found out where you was at and your, they come in and they your saw you. Enemies found out your address. That's what they're saying. But can you imagine how the brother must feel? Even if him posting a portion of the address had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Imagine that guilt. If that was an accident on his part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta be careful, man. I'm an avid believer. And people may not agree with this shit. I have always said from time, where you flex is where you fall. Damn. I've always believed in that. Wherever the fuck you flex, you liable to fall right there. You better be mindful of that shit and stay low to the ground. Stay humble because anything will snatch you down to that motherfucker. So just stay there. Yeah, for sure. Stay low to the ground. What the hell? But that's not me saying that. Be careful when you flexing. Yeah. And that's not me saying that. Um. He was murdered because he was showing off. Like, mm-hmm. that's a part of hip-hop culture, if we tell them the truth. Yeah. It's just, you know, be mindful about it, be smart. Yeah. But again, people all, uh, were also saying that regardless of how he was flexing, even if he didn't do it like that, the way the West Coast is set up, the shit probably would have happened either way. Mm. But we'll never know. It's not that hard to find somebody's address. It's really, really not. But I, 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 could, I could definitely see somebody his enemies watching him and then being like oh that's the address let's let's get let's get that did you know he had a party the night before he had a party the night at his house mm-hmm. so daddy was out wow. niggas knew but it's like what nigga leaked your shit yeah you know he had a party the night before which is why 
the um there are so many witnesses and the, and the cops are trying to run through them somebody's seen something yeah so we'll see like with all this bullshit these entertainers going through it, I was like, like why do we still want to do this <laughs> like, exactly i know why we still want to why we still want to be rappers and actors and shit i mean i feel like it's that's a reasonable creative outlet and if you are smart about it how many times have you heard about J and B's house being broken into? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there are plenty of people you don't hear any crazy shit about. I ain't never heard of Denzel being in no shit. <laughs> I mean, it it may have been, but they're quiet about it. Yeah, those are special cases. So, well, well, think about what rappers talk heavy shit, but I ain't never heard. I've never heard of Nicki Minaj being robbed. It she, probably, she probably took care of that shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she runs with niggas who would take care of it. So. <laughs> then, I mean, there's a, there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Hollywood shit we don't know about. I agree. For sure. But I mean, keep it but under what wraps. What we do know is the music business in general is one of the most cutthroat businesses out here. I That is very true. So, they dealing with some shit. Mm-hmm. But even so, like even still, the reward if it Drake goes been right, rapping about, it's worth it. Drake been rapping about people trying to kill him for a long time, man. And I don't even know. Mob ties. I don't even know if he. <laughs> I'm like, is he serious? Because he's been saying this a lot. <laughs> he's just saying like, hey, man, just letting you know. <laughs> Look, <laughs> he big. Like, don't, don't believe shit. that soft shit, Drake. I've heard Drake is into some things. No, Drake, yeah, Drake out here. Yeah. He he out here. His hands is clean, but he's out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't let that soft singing nigga shit fool you. <laughs> I've heard stories about that nigga. No, Twitter but, fingers, meshes fingers. Mm. You know, you know. Crazy. You know who I'm surprised ain't nobody come, nobody's come to see yet. Who is the baby? Really? That nigga talk hot shit and he love to fight. <laughs> and you would think. <laughs> You would think niggas would try him a whole lot more, but on a different level. Okay, but he is openly killed. <laughs> I mean, two people. <laughs> yeah, but ignorant niggas love a challenge. They love to the ignorant higher you up you are, yeah. they want to see you fall. As far as you are up, we want to see you fall. But also, I think he talks a lot of shit. Well, not we. <laughs> I ain't hateful like that. <laughs> I talk. I think he talks a lot of shit, but in a fun way, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, every time he say something after he say, you bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> but he's, like, smiling. <laughs> and it's become a phrase. Yeah. Because at first I was like, he's calling everybody bitch-ass niggas. And we love him. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm we like, love him. <laughs> but That's crazy. Yeah. And he calls it out. Mm. In one of his songs, he's like, bring your bitch-ass up the street. That nigga was like, hey. That nigga, the baby, little baby, baby. Who, which one of these baby niggas? <laughs> the baby. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he about that action for real. He's already let niggas know. Oh, I've yeah. killed somebody in Walmart, Supercenter. <laughs> you may not want to yeah. try it. But I'm just, I'm surprised that more niggas don't try and, you know, test his gangster, so to speak. But you know what is, you know what's real about that, though? How you know he's about his shit? Because we know what happens, but he don't really like Cause when I heard the Breakfast Club, he was like, "Man, I'm not out here trying to like go out killing people and stuff. I was mm-hmm. defending my people and my family. Yeah, I, yeah, I did it. But he's not out here saying that. Yeah, I killed people. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hold on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cause this nigga says time and time again, especially on um, not not Kirk, 
what was the album before Kirk that had Suge on it? I can't remember the name right now. I know what you're talking about, though. But he constantly references himself as uh, Mr. Think It Ain't On Me. Oh, yeah. So in my opinion, that's kind of a, like a little a soft flex on I will lay you the music, fuck down. Though. I don't know about that shit. That's music, though. Um, but he's always saying, I will. Ain't nobody saying, ain't nobody thinking that he won't. But he's he's not saying like I'ma come, you know, I'ma come do this, I'ma come do that to you. I'ma start the shit. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying he's gonna start it, he's saying he's gonna finish it. I guess. And he's guess finished a couple of But I feel like at one not, point not even like murder, just killing, but like fights or just sitting people down and being But like, at Yo. what point do you not regard somebody constantly, constantly throwing in your face that I'm a finisher? At some point that is processed as you um, almost initiating something. It's a test, yes. Like, nigga, we get it. You a finisher, you a finisher. At some point, that's going to be taken almost like, yeah, I'll come and see you. Yeah, but if he start talking about other shit, what else are he going to talk about? He, this, Absolutely this, nothing. This is all he's been talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's why when he came out with Kirk, the first song, we were like, wow, because he actually, like, really put out his story. Like, yeah. there's, there's times where he sprinkled his story in, in between stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then he he just go right back to the gunplay. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he was, knows his fans. Yeah, but Kirk yeah. was like the first song where he was just like fully like, I'm going to give you everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you all everything. And it was successful. I'm glad to see him do that. I don't know how he'll probably in future projects continue to like sprinkle that in bit by bit because mm-hmm. he knows his fans. He knows what his fans are look for. Because he's one of the rappers who can do the same shit over and over and over, and his fans are still there yes, to play you, it. I wholeheartedly believe in his career, but he only got like one more album of doing that, and then he gonna have to switch. He gonna have to switch it. You up. think so? He's gonna die out really fast if his next album is exactly like it, Kirk. Damn. He's gonna die out very fast. He's a hell of a showman, though. You don't think he'll be able he to to pick that up with his live performances? Yeah, but there's only there's only we like different shit. <laughs> we just like different <laughs> shit, man. Like, and he does switch up like the type of songs, but his rap don't switch up that often. Mm, that's true. And he's just he's gonna have to get a little more creative with like um, Shook. He has very creative bars in there. Yeah, he got a lot of gunplay, but mm-hmm. you could tell he really thinks out his lyrics. Yeah. But he's going to have to get real creative. You know what? I feel like a sneak peek of him trying to um, show us a different direction or a different side of him mm-hmm. is in one of his new singles. It's a single called Shut Up. I don't know if you heard it. No, I haven't. But it's him addressing rumors in the media and speculation, right? Oh yeah, I'm about to hear that. You definitely have to listen to it. Here's my issue with shut up. I like this shit don't snap, it don't slap, it don't bang at all. And it's him talking about some real shit and being like, y'all don't fucking know me. All y'all know is this, that, and the third. And 97% of the shit be lies, but y'all run with it because y'all obsessed with me. And he's, you know, it's some real shit, but that shit don't rock at all. And I skip it every time it comes on. I listen to it two times front to back. It's I don't want to hear that shit it's again. It's very straightforward. It's it's straight it's straightforward, but it's not. The baby works very well when he's in a certain pocket, mm-hmm. and that's very sad because, like you said, he got one more album of that shit. Mm-hmm. You got to get up out that pocket. 
I don't know if he's going to be successful out of that pocket. He tried mm-hmm. it with shut up and I'm not fucking with it. It could just be me. Wow. But I'm not fucking with that. I'm like, what the hell is this bullshit? Yeah, I'm going to have to hear that. Yeah, you got to listen to it. The I'm content is solid. It's just I don't want to hear that shit from him. Yeah. I wow. want to hear something different, but that ain't it. I wish I wish the best for him, though. I hope he, because I, I do think he's a very talented person, but he definitely got to get out that box. Got to get out that pocket. He got to get out that box. He got to get out of these random groupies boxes. Yeah. Getting bitches pregnant, it's but we talked about that already. That he, got, <laughs> <laughs> he just got to get all out all the boxes. Just man, talk about the Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so the boxes. You just threw me the oop with that one. <laughs> I'm about to get some hate out of my heart, and it has to do with these bitches and they boxes. Okay, so Not we were talking boxes. about the tragic murdering of Pop Smoke, right? <sighs> now his fans all over. Are mourning his family I'm sure are mourning but not only are his friends family and his fans mourning this nigga has a harem a harem Wait, of young women in mourning what? Wait, what? a harem like it seems like a new fucking video from a new woman with showing their little memories of them kissing and doing all kinds of shit on, you know, Snapchat or whatever videos they're recording on their phone. It's a new bitch every fucking day, it feels like. Posting the same shit. Writing a dissertation in their fucking caption about how they missing love and you was my friend and we was lovers and friends and all kinds of shit. But it's several different bitches and it's crazy because the videos all look the same. It's just a different woman. Wow. And I'm like, this shit is fucking disgusting and... The bottom line is, if you did not have the permission to do that shit when he was alive, why the mm-hmm. fuck would you be disrespectful, uh, disrespectful enough to put that shit out after he has died? Wow. You knew that nigga wasn't going to have that bullshit. Yeah. Don't do that after he yeah, is gone. If you would have done that while he was alive, he'd be like, what, what, bitch, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know we don't get down like that. Wow. And, you know, it goes back to what you said earlier. Yeah. You can't <laughs> you can't tell people how to mourn and you don't know how they're going to react to certain things. But by the same token, you know that shit is not cool. He would not have been okay with it, which is why you didn't put the shit out before he died. Bitch, you knew better. Wow. And it's several it, when I tell you so it's you a harem of bitches. You think they fishing? I don't know what the fuck they looking for. They could be fishing and it's crazy because the videos and the women who are coming out, it's like, um, it's not from just one point in his career. Mm. You see videos as old as him having his original teeth. <laughs> and then you can see the progression of the original teeth. And then the uh, the white gold with the diamonds. Mm. And then his veneers that he had right before he died. Mm. So you can tell in, in his uh, jewelry and his hair and shit got better in some of the later videos. So you can tell which bitches was fucking him when he before he really popped. And who was fucking with him like mm, two weeks ago. Yeah. But it's like all of y'all got to sit the fuck down. Y'all knew this was not acceptable when he was breathing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Keep it, keep it hush. Watch that shit on your phone. Go and see a professional. Get a journal. I don't know what the fuck you got to do, but this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. Because that looks, like you said, that look goofy. It look goofy as hell. And it's like, come on. It just, it looks bad on women, black women especially, because all of these women are black. And it's like, y'all just have to be better and i understand that he was 20 years old when he died mm, he popped as young. a teenager mm-hmm. he turned 20 in july 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? So he popped as a kid, as a teenager. So he was doing teenager shit. Mm-hmm. And then he was a teenager with some money and some status in Brooklyn. So you know he had bitches in rotation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if all of these girls were cool with it on some sister wives type shit. Some of y'all were flings. Some of y'all were flings and y'all got to stop gassing it like y'all were more than that because you mm-hmm. caught it on camera. Mm-hmm. So this shit just, it, it, it got up and it grinded my gears a little bit. That's crazy. That irritated the shit out of me. I'm like, you know what, y'all y'all have to stop because it's not respectful. This man wow. is gone. Don't do that shit. Wow. You feel better? Now that you got that I feel out? better, I do. Okay. Let's put some so. great in your heart. <laughs> my goodness. You ain't got no hate. I'm just I'm the only one hateful. Nah, I ain't got no hate right now. Okay, shit, that's cool. I hate the I hate the hotel. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate With them. The ants. Oh my god. You fucked up ass boy. Yeah, okay. I got my hate out a long time ago. <laughs> you know what? I'm fresh off the hate. Give me a minute on my grateful. <laughs> Give me a minute on my grateful. Come Give back me a minute me. on the grateful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what's great in my heart right now? Just looking at Issa Rae, okay? She came out with her movie, The Photograph, right? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Uh, but hearing a lot of things she's doing out, uh, she got a a couple of businesses that she doing big movies her name is everywhere and it just got me thinking like i remember in college i think it was like my sophomore year one of my friends showed me a video and was like look at this video it's like the awkward black girl yeah i remember that shit and at that time it was like what maybe like a couple hundred views Mm -hmm. and i was like this is great this is cool yeah, but I never thought she would get as big as she is now. Like, I never, I never doubted it. But at the time, I was like, "Oh, that's a cool little channel. That's dope." Mm-hmm. Now she's like huge, and it just puts some great in my heart that, and also show that we're getting a little older. Y'all, <laughs> <Like, no. laughs> but for real, we we are starting to have our versions of people that are becoming stars that we've seen from the bottom. Yes, that shit is crazy. That we've seen like from the get up, mm-hmm. and it's is I think it's a little easier for us because even then we still had YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's 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 crazy. We we got stars who are just out there, and we seen them when they were just like doing cell phone videos or mm. or performing in in lowbrow. <laughs> places you know what i'm saying yeah uh what's his name um he was in get out but he doing a lot uh the the Daniel? security guard oh no him Se- too shit there's a there's a lot of actors too yeah that are like killing it now that was like our time yeah even the, the other guy that the guy that was in photograph the the oh lakeith stanfield yeah i don't know nobody's names man <laughs> i love lakeith oh my god but he's how become, do you not he, know him he's becoming his own star i know who he is i just don't know his name dog you ain't watch um i know i know i watch atlanta no not atlanta dog uh the, why the phone it? call one uh-uh it's not a movie um oh my god the manga that they made an anime and then they death note fuck <laughs> i was like why is that escaping me wait he was in death note dog he was he was l oh damn he really? played l in the live action death note 
And he was stunning. Oh shit, I didn't know that. You gotta watch that. Oh my god, I just fell in love with him all over again after he did uh, L. I was like, oh my god. But L L wasn't L wasn't black in anime, huh? He sure the fuck wasn't. Wow. But he encompassed and embodied L because you know Lakeith Stanfield is like the eccentric type of black man. Yeah, for sure. So he leaned into that shit. I could definitely see him. You have to see it. It's perfect. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Good. That's always the first question. Is it on on Netflix? Is it on Netflix? (laughs) Now it's like, is it on Netflix? Is it on Disney? Is it on Hulu? Is it on HBO? No. (laughs) Please God, is it on YouTube? Shit. YouTube? Shit. Have to go to the corners of the internet for that shit. shit. (laughs) It's on a black market? Fuck. You gotta pirate that shit. There's too many streaming services out here. You gotta you gotta check it out. One day, one day we're gonna talk about all these streaming services and the differences between us dealing with all these streaming services and just <gasps> dealing with cable Lord. and DVDs and shit. We're gonna talk about that, but that's for another time because I already put the grade in my heart. I don't want to have to take the hate <laughs> you out can't again. Go back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's too many. That's too many insertions of yeah. great and hate. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to end it on a good note, but we're gonna talk ah. about it. Oh my god! Come back to us next next week where our hate has been refilled. Dog, oh my goodness. Oh, it's gonna be there. As soon as you get that head out your heart, some shit pop up. As soon as I drive home, there's gonna be a couple cars that's gonna put some hate in my heart. Ah, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> I hate every one of you. I hate it. Hate all of you. Damn. But that's well, no, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's something for sure. to be grateful for. For sure. We really did see her start from absolutely nothing. Yep. That's crazy. Absolutely. You know what? Okay. I hate for this to I hate already. God damn it. I thought I got the head out of my heart. <laughs> damn it. Um I I would hate to spin this great in my heart into like a backhanded way of being grateful. But that's how it is in life sometimes, so that I'm gonna lean into that. I recently received some news from um extended members of my family who I'm close to to a degree but not in truth and I know a lot of people can understand what I mean by that like they feel like they have an idea of you because you're not um you're not disrespectful with them you're not mean if anytime they contact you you're pleasant Mm. so they think they have an idea of who you are but in totality or in in truth they don't really know you because Mm. y'all don't really fuck with each other on a day-to-day so they have this idea of us being close um closer than we actually are because they don't know who i am truly and i'm not interested in exposing who i am truly because Mm -hmm. of some of their ways Mm -hmm. and is it gonna benefit you to to expose yourself exactly and for me it doesn't even have to benefit me Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna put me in harm's way yeah for sure Right. Getting close to these people would put me in harm's way emotionally and psychologically. Yeah. And the older I get, <laughs> the less room I have for that bullshit. <laughs> if I even detect that you're going to be on Like regular life some, is chipping yeah, that shit on me. You, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no room for you motherfuckers. Y'all can go. <laughs> for real. And, and it sounds terrible, but again, like I said in our last uh, episode, I had a near-death experience that let me know who the fuck was who in my life. Mm-hmm. So after that, that rewired me. So I don't have a tolerance for anybody. I don't care what kind of genetics bind us. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if you 
are on some weird type of time, I'm not with that shit, and you're probably not going to be in my space. Blood don't always make you family. There you go. I just said that last time. You did, and it, it still rings true, like, more and more. So I received some news from a group of people um, in my family that a new life, you know, is is on its way, right? And Castillo got a bitch break? No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, it ain't even inside of the family, dog. <laughs> No, but uh, there's there's like a, a new little person on the way, right? And naturally, I'm definitely happy because because babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely excited about that. Here's the thing. I know already in my heart that when it comes to my turn to start a family, I don't know how to break it to these people that I do not want to raise my children around them. Mm-hmm. A big reason why they don't see me is because the type of judgment that they pass and they mask it as joking mm. is extremely harmful and detrimental. Mm-hmm. A lot of their practices are dysfunctional and it's not something that I want to be around, which is why I go missing for months, sometimes years at a time. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that whatever <laughs> family, how big or how small, I do not want them exposed to I don't want them to uh, expose to things like being criticized about their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to be exposed to colorism, Mm -hmm. which is really bad. Mm -hmm. There are members in my family where I have a conversation with them. I haven't spoken to them like eight or nine months and they'll find a way to mention skin color in the conversation. It's really fucking weird. Every time. And it's like, and I, (laughs) one time I got fed up, I was like, what is your obsession with skin tone? You always find a way to mention it. We could be talking about shoes and you'll find a way to say something about skin tone. Wow. And that kind of programming, that person didn't even realize that they were programmed like that. Now, I know where it came from because I know your background. Mm -hmm. But I needed to stop you in real time to say, hey, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. And can you imagine that type of shit being instilled into your child when you're not around? Yep. If it's me and my children after spending some time with you, and they start popping off this weird colorism bullshit, not in my house. Mm-hmm. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with that. Mm-hmm. So I said all of that to say, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm eternally grateful to have my immediate nucleus not have that kind of, those harmful tendencies in those judgmental ways. Every family is judgmental. They're always going to have something to say about what you're doing, who you're dating, what you look like, how much you weigh, how skinny you may have become out of nowhere. Anytime you lose weight, I know where you're doing drugs <laughs> in a black family. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you what you smoking on? You skinny. <laughs> like, like, okay, you gained a little bit of weight over the holidays. Oh, you getting kind of big. Huh? What, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You made a whole thing of mac and cheese. Exactly. What the fuck <laughs> am I supposed to do? And you forced me to take some home. <laughs> I thought I was going to take it home and put it in the trash immediately. No. That shit is delicious. <laughs> the fuck? I'm going to eat it. Oh, man. I want some mac and cheese now. Look at look at this bullshit. <laughs> All right. Hurry up. Let's get my no, plan. <laughs> I got to go give me some mac and cheese. Shit. But I said all that to say this. I'm. It makes me even more aware of the love and the balance that I have in the in the people in my life right now that they are not exposed to that type of shit. I know without a shadow of a doubt when I start my family, they're going to be surrounded by love and it's going to be way more close uh, to a balanced environment than that other shit where they always talk about superficial bullshit, the way you look, 
and it's it, it, people talk about what they care about. Mm-hmm. So when I constantly hear these things come up in our conversations, when we're not even close enough like that, mm-hmm. we talk to each other every several months. Mm-hmm. And the conversation is the same. Mm-hmm. This is who the fuck you are, and I don't like it. Yeah, Facts. I'm getting closer and closer to telling them I don't like this shit. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm trying not to do that because yeah. I told you I disqualify motherfuckers in real life. <laughs> I'm trying my best not to get to that point, but I know for a fact that my unborn children will not be around that bullshit. Yeah, for sure. So my great is that the people who got me for real, I don't have to worry about that shit with yeah. them. But that that's that's the same as like you know saying, you know the whole uh, agree to disagree, but you're still free to let that person go if it's affecting your mental health. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's affecting, if you think it's bothering you, that aura is bothering you so much, you don't have to have to make that person stay, mm-hmm. or you don't have to feel bad for letting that person go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. I'm with you. Facts. Yep. Facts. So that concludes episode number four. Um, If you haven't already, follow us on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at The Great State Podcast, or IG and Twitter at Great State HTX. Um, We're getting some followers under our belt. Everybody who has followed and liked and viewed and everything like that, we appreciate you. We love you. And give us some feedback. If you're listening to this right now, feel free to drop us a rating on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts because we're there too. And let me just say, because I thought about this shit uh, like in the middle of the night for some reason. Mm -hmm. My Instagram name is john.i.can. Right. My name is not John. Okay. You know what? But that does seem like your name is John. Like John, I can. No. Yeah, yeah. It's my last name put together. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna tell you my first name. Oh man. But it's not John. I'll tell you that. Oh my goodness. So when you when you got your little storyboard and you're trying to figure out the names, go ahead and cross John out. <laughs> Big <Go ahead>. John. <laughs> Big John. Hell no. You call me Big John. We got to fight. What about Lil John? Lil John! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Bye, niggas and other (laughs) non-niggas. Get that head out your heart. Put some great in your heart. Peace. Do that.